1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 110, and always fun to catch up with this guy. Quarterback coach at BYU, and uh, overall good dude, Aaron Roderick, kind enough to join us. Coach, how are you? Hey, Coach. What's up, guys? Doing great, thanks. We're doing well. Everybody's undefeated right now, 0-0, uh, getting yeah. ready for the season. Uh, what, what's this time of year like for you? Is this kind of where things slow down a little bit? Yeah, we get we get just a few weeks off this time of year. There's a recruiting dead period um, where players aren't allowed to visit campus and stuff. So we're you know you get a little break from that, uh, at least the fa- the face to face part of it. And then uh, there's also a little, we we took a little break, get our player give our players just a little time off of the weight room and stuff. But we're not allowed to have a lot of contact with the players in the summer anyway. So we get a few weeks off and. Most guys go on vacation and spend some time with their family, and then uh, in a couple of weeks we'll be full go. I'm trying to remember this time of year uh, for me as a player, coach, and and how we handled this. Is it is it still all player run conditioning and, and drills? Is that what the players are up to right now? Uh, the players, well, the strength coaches run all the workouts and conditioning and stuff, and then players do their own practices basically and. One great thing about BYU is we've got a lot of good leadership, mature guys that'll go out and go out and get a lot of work done on their own. At least that's what I hear from them. They're getting a lot done. So uh, we'll we'll find out. We'll see how sharp we are to start camp. So uh, there's been kids over the last uh, decade or so that have jumped onto the scene and played well as a freshman at BYU and then just never took that next step. Uh, what is it about Zach Wilson that leads you to believe that that he won't fall under that same uh, uh, same routine that maybe some other guys fell fell a victim to? Well, there's no guarantees. I mean, he might. It's a, it's a really really tough start to the season. We're playing one of the best defenses in the country, and I mean, this might be the best defense Utah's ever had this year. And that's our opening game, and he's coming off a pretty serious injury, so. Um, you know, it could it could be difficult for him, um, but I do have a lot of faith in his. I mean, he's a, he's just a, he's a really diligent guy, and he he does everything he can every day to be a great player. And you know, a lot of guys work hard at practice and work hard at the workouts, and they show up on time. And you know, lots of guys do that, but Zach's a guy that eats right. He sleeps. You know, he gets the right amount of sleep. I mean, every little thing about his life is is. Uh, geared towards trying to be the best player he can and so I have a lot of faith in him as a person and as a player um, but we got a lot to prove together as a as a team as a, an offense and you know him as a quarterback but it's going to be a challenge with our first first opponent especially. Hey coach how obvious is it when players come back into fall camp how obvious is it the ones that have worked and the ones that have put in the time can can you see those guys do you put more weight or emphasis into what they're doing i i I guess how much do you eyeball off-season preparation yeah you you usually see it um right away i mean nowadays i think strength and conditioning programs nationwide are so squared away now that not very many guys. It's, it's almost impossible to come into shape into camp not in shape. I mean, I, I can't. All my years at Utah, and now my years here. Uh, uh, this will be my second year here. I mean, occasionally a guy or two will stand out as not being in shape, 
And usually those are like new guys that have just joined the team, maybe a JC transfer you got to be careful with or something like that. Um, but, you know, you got to give credit to the these strength staffs now nationwide. I mean, these guys are good at what they do. And and uh, the way the NCAA rules are constructed, you're allowed to, you know, require summer workouts now. Where back when we played, you couldn't require it. It was just, just sort of on your honor, right? Nowadays, you got to be there. So it's part of having your scholarship. So, and it's good. It's a good rule, though, because it brings players into camp into shape or bring, brings them into camp in shape and then which reduces the chance of injury. So I, I think our team will be in great shape. And I know I know our first few opponents, they'll be in great shape as well. It'll, it'll be fun. Quarterback coach at BYU, Aaron Roderick, joining us here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All eyes are on Zach Wilson, but Jaron Hall seems like he's developing nicely. How do you uh, how do you work find a way to work in a talent like that? Well, that's that's a good question. We're um, he is a good player. He's one he's one of the best players on our team. So um, we're just you know he's got a ton of reps in spring. Um, he's been home now for a year, so he's his body's changed a lot in a year. He came home in really impressive shape for a return missionary, and now a year later he's. He's strong. He's one pound for pound on the strongest guys on our team and super athlete. So we'll have him ready to play. Um, you know, if something, you know, Zach hasn't had any setbacks up to this point, but he hasn't been hit yet either. So we'll have him ready. And then um, if there's something he can do for the team, we'll take a look at it. But I, I just I don't want it to turn into a circus, though. I, I think Jaron's a mature kid, and he'll keep working and be, be ready when he's needed coach have you had an opportunity to look at any of the incoming transfers guys like tyson or or the kid that, that came out of rice have you, have you had much of an opportunity to put your eyes on these guys so hold on one second there's a big truck going right by me <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm walking through my neighborhood right now All good no worries nice shady street um so well i haven't seen him play football in person yet obviously um but I've seen him around, and I've—he's a great-looking dude, man. He looks like—he looks like what a, a big-time running back should look like. So, got really high hopes for him, and and uh, just happened to be flipping through the channels recently, and there was a South Carolina game on SEC the SEC channel, and just happened to like just so I sat there and ended up watching like three quarters of it, and he played really well in that game that I watched, and. Um, should be a great addition to our team. He he looks the part, and he's I know he's a really smart guy. Did did really well in school at South Carolina, and every interaction I've had with him, he just seems like a highly intelligent and mature guy. So I expect him to be ready to make an impact right away. Just saw Lapini Katoa, one of your other running backs, was named to the Doak Walker Award watch list. We've been talking about that a little bit today. Um, what are you expecting from a guy like Lapini Katoa at the running back position? Well, I just expect him to take another step forward. I mean, he he had some good moments last year, did a lot of good things, uh, battled some injuries, but it was, he was a freshman off of a mission, or I guess he'd been home a year. Uh, anyway, he, he did a lot of good things, and I think, like most players, he should get a little better each year. So I, I think he'll get better this year, and he, he's a, uh, a guy that can 
you know, we want to have a stable full of running backs that can uh, run the ball, run routes and catch, and can block, you know, three skilled backs. And we're, I think we're building, uh, you know, we're building a group of those guys that all have those three skills, just like we're trying to build a pool of quarterbacks that are similar in skill set. And that way, that way we don't have to always be changing our offense based on who's in the game. And which last year, that was a problem with some of our depth issues. We, we made some pretty significant uh, changes in our style of play based on who was available to us throughout the season. And, you know, I thought Coach Grimes did a really, really good job, maybe an unappreciated coaching job, to being willing to change offenses based on our, you know, player availability. But we're building depth at every position so that we can hopefully – run the same offense for 12 games and that's you know minor tweaks from week to week but not not the major shifts that we had to pull off last year so with that said and the adjustments and some of the things you had to work with on the fly there's a lot of alpha dogs in that coaching room i mean a lot of you guys have had experience in calling plays and running offenses how was the chemistry in that room with all these coaches coming together for a common goal it's been really great i think um you know, you'd think that maybe sometimes you get too many guys in there that have called plays or been yeah. in charge before. You, you might run into butting heads, but it's actually been just the opposite. I think each one of us has a great appreciation for how much you need ideas, how much you need help, uh, how, much, how important it is to be able to say, hey, go, you go be in charge of third down and come back with a, come back with a third down plan and present it to us or a red zone plan, come back and present it to us, or a short yardage. You know, you can divvy up things, and guys can come back and say, okay, here's what I got for this facet of the offense. And then it, you can discuss it. And when you're a coordinator and you can divvy those things out to assistant coaches that you know are competent and will come back uh, with great ideas and can draw on their actual experience to put the plan together, it just makes you better. So Grimes has been awesome from day one about wanting everybody to contribute right down to the graduate assistants and and uh the guys in the room is really great group of guys i've I've learned a lot in the last last year and a half coach how much difference does it make to get some of these big names at lavelle edwards stadium you know you get some of these big universities coming to your place uh i I know that you've always held it in high regard to to protect your home and, and those types of things but how much of an advantage do you think Lavelle Edwards Stadium gives you in some of these big games? Well, Hans, we didn't play very well at home last year, to be honest with you. So that's that's got to change. I mean, that that has to change because we're playing some good teams. So, but last year we did not play as well as we should have at home. I know everybody felt badly about it. It's something we've talked about a lot, and we got to step it up and play better in front of our home crowd. Because uh, I mean, right now I'm just thinking about the first game, but. That's like I said. That's probably the best defense Utah's ever had, and it's if it's not, it's going to definitely be one of the best defenses in the country this year. And so we got to play well at home. But it is cool. It is cool that we've got a schedule that people can be excited about, and it's it's going to be exciting to you know hopefully fill that stadium and have some great a great home game environment. But challenge to our players, we got to play better. How much is those schedules? Because, you know, we're on the outside looking in. We look at that schedule like, oh, man, that looks rough. Uh, but we're talking to players down at Media Day, and they are fired up. 
I mean, that is a that is a excited, fired up bunch of players you've got there. So, with that said, how much does that help you in recruiting when you go out and you sell those kinds of schedules to kids? Yeah, it helps, and I'm glad our players are excited. You know, you should be as a player. As a player, you should be excited to play against the best, the best, and and uh, so I'm, I am pleased about that that our our players are are ready for the challenge. And yes, in recruiting, it's 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 been helpful. Um, I can't name names, but a couple of yeah. guys that I'm recruiting have specifically mentioned that they like our schedule and they like the fact that we play P5 teams from multiple conferences and that we you know we have some i don't know if you guys have looked at the next four years but it, it gets even <laughs> i know gets even tougher uh so we gotta really be ready for it and it's been it's been good for recruiting um but but it's only good if you win those games i mean you probably can't you know you're probably never gonna win them all but we gotta we gotta win our share of those big games and and um make a statement I we didn't get an opportunity to talk to you at BYU Media Day. I thought that it was a, a fantastic day, but Scotty and I missed that opportunity to chat with you. And, and I, I wanted to get your thoughts on Coach Mateos, uh, the offensive line coach that's come in. I, I respect your thoughts on on the the big guys up front and, and who's coaching them. How has he done, and and how's he fit in with the coaches? Well, to quote co- to quote Coach Grimes, he's just a slightly more pleasant version of Ryan Pugh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, Did you no, say slightly more yeah, pleasant? He's more he's a more pleasant version of Ryan Pugh. Um, that's a joke. Ryan Pugh was awesome. He was really, really smart guy. Um, I learned a lot from him. And when we lost him, I was really disappointed and was con- concerned that you know I was concerned that we wouldn't be able to get someone as good as him and. Uh, Mateos came in and interviewed and he was lights out on the board. He's a really sharp guy. And he already spoke all the same language as grimy because they'd worked together at LSU. Um, but Eric also has a unique perspective because he worked for one of the best line coaches in the game. The guy that's at Georgia now, but he used to be at Arkansas and he's, he's a really well-known guy. So Eric's had some, uh, great training and he's he's just got an awesome personality. He's funny, and I think he's going to be really good for our young linemen, developing them. He's, he's got a really positive approach, and um, just like being around him, he's upbeat and and uh, going to do a great job. Well, Coach, uh, I know this is kind of your uh, time to get away a little bit, so we appreciate you carving out a few moments for us. Uh, look forward to catching up with you during fall camp and getting this season started. Thanks, guys. It's fun talking to you. Yeah, you too, Coach. Thank you so much. Aaron, All right, man. Aaron Roderick, uh, quarterback coach at BYU, right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone.